0: welcome to the life central podcast it is so good to have you come and connect with us again this week we trust that this session will be helpful to you in your faith journey welcome and thank you for joining us again now If you've been tracking with us the past couple of weeks, you'll know that we are in a series called A Habit That Changes Everything. And over the past couple of weeks, we've been speaking into the fact that as people, we naturally want to improve. We want to improve physically. We want to improve emotionally. We want to improve relationally. We want to improve spiritually. Ultimately, we want to become stronger. We want to become uh, more sensitive in some of these areas, uh, more in tune with what's going on around us. Uh, We want to be healthier, ultimately, in these different areas. We want to be healthier when it comes to our workspaces, our friendships, and very importantly, our families. But even if we try really hard and 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 we we get really inspired and start doing things a whole heap better and feel like we're functioning as far healthier people it's tough for us to actually stick with that new behavior isn't it a couple of weeks ago we spoke into this and 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 brought um brought the the Apostle Paul into the equation as he writes to the church in Rome, where he just says, man, there are these things that I don't want to do, that I keep doing. There are these things that, that I want to do, that I don't. And ultimately, what he's saying there is, that left to my own devices, I will keep repeating the bad habits that I've built up over time. Now, James Clear had written this book, Atomic Habits, that we referenced a couple weeks ago, and uh, we spoke through how he, he, he speaks about habits as compound interest of change. That habits are, this, are, are, are the compound interest of change, whether it's negative or positive. <coughs> Ultimately, that the same way that money multiplies through compound interest, The effects of your habits, good or bad, (laughs) multiply as they are repeated. We use the example of a good meal, a healthy meal, or an unhealthy meal. (laughs) Uh, Eating either or once off is not going to do anything physically, really. But if you repeat that good meal or you repeat that bad meal for days, weeks, and months, Physically, it's going to start to show. It's that compound interest. And oftentimes, we feel like we need to make these really big changes to see these really big results. But ultimately, the slightest of changes in your daily habits can make and can guide your life to a very different destination. I love what James Clear said in his his book where he just says, every behavior casts a vote for the person that you want to become. Now, over the past few weeks, we've been speaking about this habit that changes everything. And if these habits direct our lives to a, a destination, then we want to build the right habits into our lives to get us to the right destination. And this habit that changes everything, that gets us to the right destination, is prayer. And we've been speaking about prayer, not just a one-off prayer, but the habit of prayer. And we looked at this prayer that, that David prayed, that I believe really changed things in his life. And I believe that as we take this prayer and turn it into a habit, that it becomes a prayer prayer that changes everything. The prayer that he prayed is this. He prays, search me, O God, know my heart, test me and and know my anxious thoughts. Point out anything in me that offends you and lead me along paths of everlasting life. Essentially within this One prayer, David prays, four prayers. He prays, search me, know me, show me, and lead me. Search me, know me, show me, and lead me. Over the past couple of weeks, we've looked at search me. Uh, We looked at how it's this exploratory surgery of the heart and of the mind. And that ultimately, it, David's really just inviting God to search him, and to come and just soften the hard places of his hearts. And we encourage you to join us as we journeyed along with this prayer of David and invited God to come and do the same. Then we looked at know me, the fact that know me is relational. It's it's inviting God to, to come and know us more. Not that, not, not from his side, but from an understanding of our own to just go, Lord, there's nothing that I really want hidden from you. Will you come and know my heart? Will you come and know my intentions, my motives? Will you come and know my thoughts, my fears, and my focuses? And this week, I want to get into the third part of that prayer being, show me. Show me. So as we look at this prayer that he prays, he says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Then he says this. He says, Point out anything in me that offends you. Point out anything in me that offends you. What David's really asking God is he's asking God, he's saying, he's saying, Now that I've allowed you in, the search me and know me, now that I've allowed you in, come and expose and highlight anything in me that's offensive to you. What he's really saying is now that this relationship is going deeper, show me what might prevent this relationship from going deeper. And if you and I had to just stop and think about it, just logically, if we had to stop and ask ourselves that question, what would be offensive to God? What would be offensive to God? What in my life would be offensive to God? I think our natural response would be sin. Sin. That our sin would be the thing that David was really speaking into here, going, show me what is offensive to you. Now the truth be told, sin is this three letter word that in our society today is a four letter word because it's not politically correct to talk about sin anymore. But in reality, if we really understood what sin was, We'd, we'd understand that that sin is just anything that causes damage between me and God, and anything that causes damage between me and others. And looking at it from that standpoint, I believe that each and every one of us, as we'd want to live lives that that, that, that speak into, into caring for people and loving people and, 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 and I want to say, our, our healthier lives. Each and every one of us would want to address that sin in our lives. We'd want to address those things that cause damage, whether it's between me and God, or me and someone else. See, ultimately, it's a breakdown in relationship. It's a breakdown in relationship. If we go and look at the definition of the original word that was used here in this portion of Scripture in Psalm 139, the word that's that's used there for offend in the original language is translated a pain, a pain. Pain. You remember how you used to say to your your little sibling, you know, Oh, you're such a pain. Oh, you're a pain in my neck. Now, I don't believe that what David is speaking into here is quite as comical. Uh, I believe that it's a little more serious as he's addressing it. I believe that as he talks about this being a pain, what he's really saying to God in this moment is, Will you come and show me? Come and show me. Show me what in our relationship is a pain to you. Show me what in our relationship is a pain to you. David is literally asking God, what in David's life is causing God pain? Now to understand what David is really asking here, We need to go back to the original breakdown in relationship. When we consider the original breakdown in relationship, we go all the way back to Genesis chapter 3. You see, God had an original plan for mankind. God had an original plan with us as human beings and with Him. And that plan was relationship. That plan was for us to be together for us to spend time together. For us to have conversation together. And then we see how Adam and Eve go and cause that pain. They go and, and, and go directly against what God had asked them to do. And as they do that, they cause this breakdown in relationship. They cause this damage, this pain between them and God. And, 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 and God's plan was so about relationship that we see him spending time with Adam in the garden. It, it says that, that in the cool of the day, God would walk with Adam in the garden. What an incredible moment that must have been. But when this breakdown in relationship comes, when when Adam and Eve causes damage, this pain in relationship with God, everything changes. And we step into God addressing that with them in Genesis chapter 3, as he says, When the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden, so they hid from the Lord among the trees. What was happening in that moment? In that moment, Adam and Eve, they, they, they became so aware that everything was showing. They became so aware that everything in their lives was exposed. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And they didn't even know it was there up until that point. Up until the point where that damage was caused, where that pain was initiated. And the truth be told, they didn't like it. They didn't like being that vulnerable before God. Carries on. Then the Lord God called to man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. What he's really saying there was, I was afraid. I was afraid because of the things in me that were now exposed. The things in me that were hidden. The things in me that I didn't want you to see. It says, Who told you that you were naked? Who told you you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? What is God really asking David in that moment? God's really asking him, have you caused damage between you and me? Have you caused pain in this relationship? And as David speaks into, come and show me, come and point out anything in me that might offend you. David is really speaking into into rectifying this breakdown in relationship. David's really speaking into, into saying to God, hey, this is my walking in the garden with you moment. This is David saying, I don't want secrets. I don't want hidden things between you and me. I want you to search me. I want you to know me. And I want you to show me what in our relationship is causing you pain. And guys and ladies, whether it's David speaking to God, or you and me speaking to God, or you and me speaking to the people around us, Being willing to ask this question and then listen for the answer, (laughs) it clearly communicates to the other person that we are serious about this relationship. I want to say this to you. This question, it's a God question. It's a God question. God, come and show me What in this relationship is causing you pain? But it's also an other's question. It's me speaking to the people closest to me and saying, what in our relationship is causing you pain? You see, guys and ladies, you cannot be good with God if you are not good with people. You cannot be good with God if you are not good with people. Parents, you'll understand this. You know that if someone has treated your child badly, they're not good with you. Like, we got to talk through some stuff. we got to clear some stuff up. Because if you're not good with my kid, you're not good with me. And it's the same when it comes to God. It was John, the, the best friend of Jesus, who, who wrote it this way. He, he said this. He said, if anyone claims I'm living in the light... But hates a fellow believer. That person is still living in darkness. Anyone who loves a fellow believer is living in the light. And does not cause others to stumble. And I believe that John is actually being quite gracious to us here. Because he keeps saying other believers. And as I read that, very possibly the loophole already opened up in your own mind. Where you're like, oh thank god it's not everyone it's just other believers jesus doesn't give us that loophole jesus doesn't say other believers jesus actually says to us your neighbor your neighbor the person you come into contact with you the person next to you the person that you've had a disagreement with believer or not he literally speaks about others So, we need to ask God and we need to ask others, what in our relationship is causing you pain? What in our, if you are serious about the relationship, what in our relationship is causing you pain? What a great question. What an incredibly good question for you and for me to ask to those people whose relationships we are serious about. Think about this. Think about it if you, for our young people, you sat down with those friends that you are closest to, where you really value that relationship and you you sat down with them and you said, hey, What in our relationship is causing you pain? What in our relationship should change because it it hurts you? Imagine how strong that relationship could build over time. Think about people that you're dating. Think about the person that you're dating right now. Think about... If you see a future with this person and you want to build onto this relationship and you want this relationship to be strong so that it can be a really, a really good marriage down the line, why not start now? Hey, what in this relationship is causing you pain? Married folk, come on. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's a legit question for us. To sit down with your spouse. Have an honest moment and just go, babe, what in this relationship is causing you pain? Here's one. What about sitting down with your boss? You might have to change the language because it could get awkward. But imagine sitting down with your boss and just going, hey, what?" within our working relationship, isn't working for you? Where's there a breakdown? What am I doing in my work that is frustrating to you? Imagine if you let him answer or her answer that question and then you follow through on it. I wonder who'll be next for that promotion? Stop and think about it for a moment. What in our relationship is causing you pain? Imagine you did that with your co-workers. Imagine the work environment that you would live in. You see, guys and ladies, it's the kind of question you're willing to ask when you are serious about the relationship. And healthy relationships are not one-sided. Healthy relationships are are mutually beneficial. And that's why this question of show me, show me, m- between me and God, between me and others, show me what in this relationship is causing you pain. That is why it carries such value. And I want healthy relationship with God and I want healthy relationship with the people around me and there's something in me that tells me that you want healthy relationship with the people around you and if you're a Jesus follower you want healthy relationship with God the truth be told without healthy relationship with God it is extremely difficult to have healthy relationship with the people around us Now, if you've been tracking with us for a while, you'll remember my driving problem or more like my road rage problem. Now, what was my road rage causing? Think about it. It was causing damage. It was causing pain. It was causing damage and pain between me and God, between me and my wife, and between me and the other drivers on the road. And it literally came down to that moment of me just sitting in the front seat of my car, just inviting God to come and search me. It was an invitation for Him to really come and change me an invitation for him to come and point out anything in me that offends him it was that search me know me show me moment and as i did that as i did that my whole thought process started to change the way that I started to, to, to view other drivers started to change. But there were other benefits. Like the biggest fights in my marriage relationship were now gone. <laughs> gone. Why? Because I was willing to just humble myself. Ask God to search me, to know me, to show me. And then to respond to what He Showed me. You see, guys and ladies, I cannot deal with what I'm not aware of. In other words, I cannot address in me what I cannot see in me. And we'll get into the addressing part of that next week. So don't miss out. Please come and join us. But maybe you've been tracking with us, and maybe you've been praying, Lord, will you come and search me? Will you come and know me today? What's your next step? What's your next step? Maybe you've been okay with search me. And and I pray that as you've engaged with that, you've really allowed God to just come and soften your heart. Maybe you've been okay with know me for him to come and investigate and and to know the motivations and the intentions of your heart to come and and know the focuses and the fears of your thoughts. But as I've been talking through Show Me, that may be a bit of a tough one for you because you don't know if you you really want to know what it is in you that offends God? Or what in you God looks at and goes, I love you so much. Let's deal with this because I didn't create you to function from this place. Maybe today, your next step is to just say, Lord, will you come and show me? Show me. Show me what it is in my life that is causing you pain. And as you ask Him this, be ready to listen. Be ready to engage with whatever comes up. And my prayer for you is that you will continue tracking with us as we just continue to pray Search me, O God. Know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. And point out anything in me that offends you. And then ask God to start preparing your heart for Him to lead you in the way that He wants you to live moving forward in a way that sets you up for a better future in a way that sets you up for a better marriage better relationships with your kids your friends your co-workers a better workspace environment and we'll get into that next week but for now I'd love to just pray for you Father God I thank you Lord that today we can again just come humble ourselves come and authentically stand before you and just ask you to come and continue with this deep dive of our hearts lord i thank you that we can open ourselves up for you to come and search i thank you that you do know us lord and lord i thank you that today that you will give men and women the courage to be able to pray lord come and show me Come and show me. Come and show me what it is in my life that causes you pain. Because I don't want to live in that space. I don't want to function from that point. I want this life to bring you joy. So Father God, I thank you that as we are willing to just let you into those areas of life. Father God, that you in your beautiful, gentle manner come and just engage with our lives, engage with our hearts again and come and point these things out to us. Lord, I thank you that you start preparing our hearts right now as you show us, Lord, that you start preparing our hearts for what you want to do in us so you can do it through us in the future. Lord, I really just commit us to you again afresh today. Will you come and search us, know us, and show us? And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us again today. If you need to reach out to anyone, please connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, at Life Central Midrand. We'd love to connect with you. Trust that you have a great week and we'll connect with you again next week. If you enjoyed this session and you'd like to know more about us, then please come and connect with us through our website, our social media platforms, and come subscribe to our YouTube channel. All the links are listed below. Beyond that, we trust that you have an incredible week.